if you remember going back to the first couple of sessions that we had and we were looking at the, uh, the, the chart of Svirot, right, the Kabbalistic system of God's manifestations in the world, and there were uh, ten Svirot, right, uh, there, and they, they roughly uh, uh, look like the shape of a human body, um, which uh, which will be referenced in, in this chapter, um, or we'll refer to it as uh, the supernal body, which is governed by the supernal head. Uh, the, in other words, there are higher spherot and lower spherot, higher manifestations of God in the world and lower manifestations of God in the world, um, meaning uh, things that are, I think in some ways you can think of it this way, things that are that are more tangible and things that are less tangible. Right, so the the higher spherot right, are the highest one was what we spent the past two chapters looking at, which was the sphere of Keter, uh, God's crown, um, which was uh, translated or understood in a few different places in the Torah Devorah to be God's uh, compassion, uh, God's humility, um, and subsequently uh, our invitation to be compassionate, humble, etc., etc., etc. Those are very intangible qualities, right? And then this next one, which we're going to be looking at, is uh, is the sphera of chokhmah, which is wisdom. Right? The the two next highest um, sort of equal uh, qualities are chokhmah and bina, which are wisdom and understanding. Um, wisdom is uh, it was once explained to me like um, um, wisdom is the is the idea of the building. Bina is the blueprint of the building, right? So it's the it's the it's the the idea made more in, made into a plan for concrete action, right? So it's not yet concrete action, but it's the it's the uh, movement of first idea to concrete idea, right? from theory to to uh, to practicality. Um, so chokhmah here is is going to be the 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 abstraction right the the idea of things um, that's wisdom and it's one of the higher virtues and again Cordovero is going to invite us to cultivate this virtue for ourselves right so first we got to understand what is meant by God's wisdom uh, God's chokhmah and then we can understand what we're being asked to incorporate into our lives so heach how is a person going to uh, um, uh, accustom himself to the to the virtue of wisdom? And I, I'm I, I'm on uh, page eighty in the English, page kuf kaf vav in the Hebrew. So how's a person accustom himself to the the virtue of wisdom? Right, so the supernal wisdom, the highest wisdom, uh, is uh, um, is is hidden um, uh, uh, um, oh, excuse me. Okay, so the um, the the supernal wisdom is spread out over all creations, even though it is hidden and um, and um, and, um, and and exalted. Um, right. In other words, it's it's what I'm saying. Right. It's it's uh, it's an intangible quality. Right. You can't it's uh, you can't point to something. Uh, an object and say that is wisdom, 
Right? You can say something is wise, or you can say um, something reflects wisdom, but it's, it's very hard to point down exactly what wisdom is, so it's, 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 uh, it's intangible. Right? We say this in the in the Sidor. How great are your works, O God! You made them all in with wisdom. Right? So similarly, a person should uh, try to have his wisdom found in everything he does. And more than that, he should try to uh, teach that wisdom, to communicate that wisdom to every person, uh, to every single person, according to his ability. Any amount of his wisdom that he can pour out onto his uh, fellow uh, fellow people, um, he should or she should. And he shouldn't. Uh, um, uh, with, withhold anything uh, from him. So in other words, right, it's saying two things about God. Right? One is that, uh, that uh, God does everything with wisdom. God makes the world with wisdom, right? How great are your works? You made them all with wisdom. So everything one should do should be with wisdom. And like God, Right? Wisdom isn't something that is held internally. Right? It's not just something that guides what we do. It ought to be something that we communicate to other people. Right? To not be selfish about your wisdom. To give of your wisdom. Right? There the, so he's going to go a little bit further into this. There are two directions to, uh, to wisdom. Two directions. Right, so, okay, when we're talking about God's wisdom, one face, one direction of wisdom is that it turns upward to the crown. Right, it's a learner. Right, it never looks down. Just receives from above. Right, so one aspect of wisdom is the capacity to continually learn. To never feel full with learning. And to always be directed upward and outward, hoping to learn more. Hapanasheni, the second direction. Hatachton, this is the lower one. Ponelamata, this is the one that's face downward. And so the, the, this one is um, uh, um, uh, uh, supervises or watches over the lower svirot to give its wisdom to them. Right, so you have two directions. One receives wisdom, one receives direction, and the other gives direction. The other gives of wisdom. So, to continue learning and to continue teaching. Um, and I can, I mean, so there are some teachers around the table tell you this, that, um, that continually teaching requires continually learning. Um, and that I think is not necessarily true even of formal teaching. I think that parenting is uh, is the same. Grandparenting is the same. Um, you know, many of us do continuing education programs with our with in our professions, right? Because our ability to to uh, to to innovate and create and uh, and excel, um, the well becomes dry after after a while. So what it's inviting us toward here is not only giving of ourselves, but constantly having one uh, hand or one face uh, 
facing upward and outward, hoping to learn more. Right, so a person needs to have this way too, two faces. Right, so the first direction is that uh, a person needs to um, uh, 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 unify with uh, with with his uh, Creator. Right, so that uh, you can. Uh, um, add on to your wisdom and your um, ability to fix yourself. Hasheni, the second direction, lelamed b'nei adam me'ota chokhmah shakarash baruch Right, so the second thing is to not be selfish with the wisdom you receive in your communing with the divine. Right, you get, you you have a spiritual insight, you get revelation, you learn a great piece of Torah. Don't hold it in. Go back out and teach it. Right? I love it when people come and say to me, they usually don't say this about something that I said, they usually say about something Rabbi Stein said, right? that, uh, that, I went, that I took what Rabbi Stein said in his sermon on Shabbat morning, and I went and told it to my table on, Sh- uh, on Shabbos lunch. Right? It's amazing, right? That's, that's what it's saying here. Right? Um, to, to not just hold the learning within, although that's good to have it influence your own life, but also to put it back out, to, to continue teaching everything that you're learning. Ukumosha chokhmah, Essentially saying that um, that the way we teach people, and this is, I think, really crucial, needs to be according to their own capacity. To teach people where they are, not necessarily where we want them to be, which is a, which is a really uh, difficult quality. So it's not only saying to teach what you learn and not be selfish about it, but the way in which you teach it, needs to be a way in which it can be learned by the person you're teaching it to. It's not enough to just pour it back out. You have to synthesize it and teach it in the proper way. Which means that you actually are learning something more than once, yourself. My my teacher, Rabbi Artsin, um, reads every book two or three times. Um, the, The reason, he doesn't do it intentionally, really. He doesn't really do it intentionally. What he does is he, um, when he reads a book, he he highlights and underlines and, and makes a lot of margin notes. And then he has like two different highlighters that he uses. He'd have to explain the system. He has a, a highlighter for things about the book that are crucial to understanding the book itself. Then he has another color highlighter for quotations. Um, and he has this huge quotation book that he has made. It's now... I don't know, I have an old version of it on my computer because it's a very good resource for me, but now my version is like 700 pages of quotations or something like that. Um, all, uh, all alphabetized according to uh, subject matter. Um, and so what he does is he then goes back through the book and pulls out the things that are highlighted for quotations and puts them in his quotation book, meaning that he learns everything twice. Right? One, when he's first reading it, and second effectively for teaching, right? And I think that that's what Cordovero is saying here. Not only should you assimilate the learning into into your being, but you need to learn it a second time because you have to learn how to communicate it for all different levels. Ukumosha Chokma, no, we already read that. V'yishamer milatet yoter mishu'or sechel hamushpa. And you should actually even try to um, uh, uh, give more than uh, than the uh, uh, capacity to uh, to to um, to receive. Shaluti mashech mimenu takala. That uh, um, 
um, that that um, I'm trying to think of exactly how I want to define this. Um, how does he define it here in the English? Um, uh, uh, that so that no so that no harm may befall. That's fine. So that no harm may befall. And so you don't want to. You need to not be able to. You mean you need to be careful not to give too much to the other person, so that no harm may befall him. Shekena sfira ha'elyona ena mosefet al hashior hamugval b'mekabel. Because the uh, uh, the highest this highest uh, sfira. Um, uh, 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 doesn't, uh, can't add, um, once a person has reached their capacity <coughs> to learn, right, they can't learn anymore. So it's more like more embarrassment or not harm. Like if you put too much on someone and they don't have the ability to learn it and you're in a group setting, you might put them in an unusual, because the word is harm. Yeah. I, so I think it can be embarrassment. I think it, it can also be harm. If you, if you teach some, I, the way I think about this is, you ever watch the show Home Improvement? Right, so uh, the show Home Improvement, uh, Tim Allen is this like you know kind of manly man who um, you know he's the show's about his family life, and he has a neighbor named Wilson who's this very wise guy who you never see his whole face, and Wilson um, periodically gives Tim this like really profound advice, and then Tim will go and try to communicate what he had just learned to other people, and it's clear that he either didn't understand it, or he's totally messed it up in his head. And I think that that's what it's saying here. It actually, when you teach someone more than they have the capacity to learn, it can be harmful to them because they can misunderstand it, right? And therefore, you know, um, misunderstood wisdom can actually sometimes be very harmful. So the writer's head studied the Talmud. They, they had. Say, they were very... They didn't realize how Talmudic <laughs> that episode was. Very Talmudic. Um, <laughs> um, okay, but, um, yeah, all right, maybe we should stop there for uh, for the time being. We'll continue with this uh, next week. Have a great day. Oh.